Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. Today, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great, great question. The question is this, do we strive for God's justice or our own? This is a fantastic question. It's a very relevant question. It's an important question. You see, the term justice is is used to refer to what is right or as it should be. The justice of God is one of the attributes of God, and it flows from his holiness. In Scripture, justice and righteousness are often used synonymously because righteousness is the quality of being just or right, and it incorporates both the holiness and the justice of God. Now, it isn't possible to understand the justice of God without understanding the doctrine of sin. All sin is lawlessness and iniquity. Sin is contrary to the holiness of God, and all sin offends the Lord. Sin is cosmic treason against the Lord God, and it deserves, because of the justice of God, the penalty of death and separation from the Lord forever. The good news for sinners is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, in the incarnation on a death sentence, born in a manger to pay the penalty sinners deserve. Through the death of Jesus, salvation is made available to all who believe in Christ alone. The righteousness of God is a gift to sinners who accept the Lord Jesus as Savior and Lord. Salvation is based upon the grace and the mercy of God in response to our faith in Him. The mercy and the grace of God, it needs to be understood, are not in spite of the justice of God, but because of the justice of God. You see, the Lord loves sinners so much that even though our sin demands death, God the Father sent forth God the Son, Jesus Christ, to be the substitute for sinners on the cross. The death of Jesus demonstrates that the justice of God is not violated, but fully satisfied in Christ alone. Every human being is made in the image of God, which is why human beings long for justice to prevail on earth. They're upset when they see just injustice happening all around them. And so we ask questions like, why do we seek justice for crimes? The answer is because it is in our DNA to seek justice for crimes. King David was outraged when the, when the poor man's lamb was taken away by the rich man in 2 Samuel 12, 1-14. And Nathan told the story he did to King David in the first place because it revealed David's injustice in taking Uriah's wife from him. David's repentant prayer was vital because he admitted his sin against the Lord and he acknowledged the righteousness of the Lord in that prayer. You see, the Lord told King David through the prophet Nathan that while his sin was forgiven, the child resulting from the affair would die, which demonstrated that his sin still had to be judged. And now we fast forward from 2 Samuel in the Old Testament to the last book of the Bible in Revelation, where we see the justice of God during the last days of history. When the saints watch the destruction of the earth, the the song they sing will be of the righteousness of God's judgment upon the inhabitants of the earth for rejecting the Lord. And 2 Peter 3.13 promises that when Christ physically reigns from the new Jerusalem on earth, the righteousness, justice of God will be on full display. So as we continue to explore this topic of the justice of God, we need to understand that the Lord shows no partiality. 
the Lord perfectly executes vengeance against oppressors and commands against the mistreatment of others. The Lord is just in meeting out reward and punishments. And so righteousness and justice always work in hand like a married couple holding hands on a stool down the street and are the foundation of the throne of God. Every truth in the universe all belongs to the Lord because all truth belongs to him. Every scientific law, every mathematical formula, every relationship theory, it all belongs to the Lord and can trace its roots back to the character of God. Human knowledge is a discovery of the truth that already exists because it belongs to the Lord. And justice is one such truth, but we need to understand it doesn't have a beginning or an explanation because God has no beginning or end. He is the I am God. Every human being is created in the image of God and has his heart in his heart embedded in their DNA for morality, for courage, for love, for justice. And the Lord is the embodiment of perfection of which we only possess in part. The Lord is complete in love and goodness and kindness and justice. We need to understand, though, that when Adam and Eve sinned, and Genesis 3 tells us about this, the justice of the Lord cannot overlook their sin. While their sin may not be so great to us, it was from heaven's heaven's vantage point. The Lord God, the ruler over everything, had been defiled by those whom he made from the dust when he made them in his image. And so the Lord made humanity for his purpose and for his pleasure and showered his love on them. The Lord only told them not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and yet they did. And by eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Man became sinners by nature and by choice, deserving of coming under the justice of God. As such, Adam and Eve, they were barred from the garden. And so even amid judgment, God promised to do something amazing, which was, and we're told this in Genesis 3.15, was to bruise the heel of the serpent, which is also known as the first gospel, and to provide redemption for all of Adam's descendants, which he does only through Christ. Now, Adam's sin required the penalty of death for high treason. A substitute, an animal, was killed instead of Adam and Eve, Genesis 3.21 tells us. And fast forward now thousands of years later, we see divine justice being satisfied once and for all in God the Son, the Lord Jesus, who is the only substitute for sinners and for their salvation. You see, Jesus Christ became the Lamb of God that the Lord God sacrificed on the altar of divine justice on the cross. 1 Peter 3.18 says of Christ, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but being made alive in the Spirit. And since divine justice has been finally and forever satisfied in the Lord Jesus, God the Father pronounces not guilty upon all those who come to faith in Christ. Because they all call upon the name of Jesus Christ. You see, divine justice was satisfied in Jesus' statement. It is done in John 19.30, which means, you see, the sins of the people of God can never be brought up again because their sins are under the blood of Jesus. And so the Lord remains just and he's not violating his, his justice by pardoning sinners who deserve to feel the full effects of sin. You see, salvation is a just consequence for sinners because the Lord pronounces in the death and resurrection of Jesus that the wrath of God the Father was satisfied by Jesus Christ. 
the curse of the law that, that sinners justly deserve was, was taken and satisfied by Jesus on the death, on his, in his death on the cross. And the justice of God is an essential part of the character of God in the same way that, the, that his love and his mercy are essential. Without the justice of God, sin would run unchecked, evil would win, and there would be no reward for obedience. Without the justice of God, there would be no way for human beings that they would respect him. Micah 6, 8 summarizes this when he says, He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly before your God. You see, God is just, and he's a justifier of those who come to faith in Christ alone. Sinners saved by grace through faith alone are to proclaim that that in Christ, divine justice has finally and fully been satisfied, and only now can they be adopted in Christ alone. I want to thank you for, for listening or watching this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.